You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and most importantly, the queen of soft style, million dollar Miranda Morales here. And I am joined as always, well, by my co-host, he is the king of shit takes, the kingpin of the chairshot.com, the unstoppable one, the reverend Greg DeMarco. Wild card, bitches! Yeah! We're here. I'm excited. We're here. Yes. We're here. <laughs> Whatever Bray Wyatt used to do when he was relevant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. Uh, for yeah, man, those were the days. That's how things change. Right. Um, yeah. It's another well, enigma look. of wrestling. Another topic <laughs> for another day. That's over the summer when like nothing's important to talk about in wrestling. We could be like, what? Why didn't we'll this de- work? We'll definitely do a career retrospective of Bray Wyatt. You, don't you usually do that uh, when it's over? Oh wait. Yes. I guess. I'm Speaking right. of things that don't matter anymore, the draft is coming up. <laughs> so that's a thing. That is a thing. I look, I'm of the opinion it doesn't matter anymore. We'll talk more in depth about it. 
uh, including doing a little recap of the last draft in 2021. Which might be a It'll damn be good some... argument for your take. Yes, it literally doesn't matter. But yet, that's why we're talking about it. Because if there's a podcast that talks about things that doesn't matter, it's this one, damn it. That is our brand true, here yeah. on the hashtag Miranda Show, which is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on Chairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Damn right, you always use your head. Damn Make right. sure that if you are listening to this podcast on the Chairshot.com, always use your head. I don't have to plug shit. Like that's that's really where I'm at right now. I don't have to plug shit. We've been doing the same thing for four years and it never gets old. Doesn't get old for some people. <laughs> Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yeah, go go listen to us on Spotify and make sure you follow the Chairshot Radio Network. Make sure you go to thechairshot.com, all those fun places. Just just go ahead and do it. Uh, but yes, this week we're going to be talking about the draft. We're going to be taking a little bit of a trip down memory lane. And you know, we're going to talk a bit about the draft coming ahead. Possibly talk about some people we'd love to see drafted or does it even matter anymore? As you could tell by my instant reaction to it. But... There's a lot more to the story. So that is what we are going to cover. But, you know, before we get into any of that business, we got to get to IZW Impact Zone Wrestling. Well, and Evil Lives featuring Monster is coming closer and closer next Saturday. Yep. After wait. a six-month hiatus pause you know very unintended but still it's it's happening and i know greg as it gets closer and closer to it just the high amount of anticipation that is happening with this event is really unprecedented yeah it's a big deal and and i'm excited about it i'm excited that it's here i'm excited that we're doing it things going really well Lots of, of, you know, good bursts of ticket sales as we go along and, and things are outperforming prior shows and all kinds of good things about it. But, yeah, it's just that element of, like, I'm excited that it's here, you know, after not being able to do February and and having to get to this point. Like, it's just, you just want it to, it's just time, man. I'm just ready to go. And, and that's mm-hmm. where we are. So, it's very, very exciting and very, very um Still got that high level of anticipation. There's always a little bit of nerves here and there about certain things. And, yeah, it's just, I can't wait. I really can't wait. So, let's go. Mm -hmm. Oh. Big up, let's go. There was recently an announcement of the VIP main event uh, for Evil Lives featuring Monster. And it was announced that main event Daniels will be facing Balaam Link's with the winner getting the uh, right to enter Monster as the final entrant. So pretty pretty big stakes uh, for both competitors. And kind of a, a tale of, of two competitors. Main Event Daniels has been a staple in IZW in the Arizona scene for years. 
um, but also in prime condition, uh, really at, at peak form right now against the up-and-comer Balaam Lynx, who's had really a great first impression at IZW, um, still so young in, in his career as well. And so, uh, but both having something to prove and with a really big stakes on the line for the winner. Yeah, I mean, for Evan, for main event Daniels, come winning Monster last year and, and being in that position and now being in position to, you know, get the ultimate advantage to enter last and potentially be the first person to ever win two of of that match, of that event is huge for Balaam. It's his first opportunity in a one-on-one environment in IZW, which I'm very excited about. And to have the chance to put him in there and, and show the IZW family him in that way. It's kind of the the perfect next step for him and, and his IZW career and everything he's got going on. So, yes, very excited for that match. I think it's going to be fantastic, and, and I think it's one that, you know, again, you've got to have that VIP, and, and, and it wouldn't even be an option in prior events because we only had the limited front row VIP, but that has been expanded this time around, and there are still some uh, options that you can still see the VIP matches. You can't sit in the front row, but you can still see VIP, so... Take advantage of that opportunity. Grab those tickets. You're going to see that. Um, plus, Roland Steele versus Project West in a VIP match and, and some more maybe surprises on the VIP portion of the event. And, of course, the card as a whole. Very excited. And, yeah, we got, what, one more edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show before it's time to yes. make it happen 10 days away. So, yeah. very, very excited about that. And, just excited for it to be here. Like I said, like you said, it's just been far too long and it's time. It's time to make it happen. It's time to do it. And I think we're all ready. We're all ready for that, you know, this day to be here. Well, make sure you get your tickets for Evil Lives featuring Monster, which will be held at the Grand Avenue Pizza Company, formerly known as the Horny Toad in Glendale. Uh, you can get your tickets uh, through Eventbrite, uh, which you can access through IZWWrestling.com. You can also check out IZW on social media at IZWWrestlingAZ. Don't forget that VIP doors open at 5 p.m. and VIP bell time is 5.30 with general admission doors opening at 6.15 and general admission bell time is at 6.45. So you get... Uh, a whole lot of show for a very reasonable price. And again, I mean, so much happening. Um, as we've already talked about, EJ Sparks will be facing uh, Bryce Saturn for the Wrestle Drag Championship. The winner of Monster will become the new uh, 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles Fighting Champion. Uh, we also will have Thugnificent, your IZW World Heavyweight Champion, be facing Charles Cassis. Uh, Brent Thorne will be fending the IZW uh, World Women's Championship against Jin Savani. And that's just a few of the matches uh, that will be part of Evil Lives featuring Monster. All the talent and match announcements um, are listed uh, on IZW social media at IZW Wrestling AZ. Um, and again, continue to follow IZW on social media. That's where you get all the latest information on match and talent announcements, as well as any last minute coupon or discount codes that are offered for discounts on your tickets. Uh, Greg, any any uh, teasing about, you know, any final last minute hot sales that could be occurring within the next week? 
I don't know if there will be. We'll see. You know, it, it's tough because it has gone really well. Um, there may be an item or two advertised, not through the normal channels, but maybe through a Facebook ad or something like that. But other than that, I don't know if I can guarantee that that opportunity will be there because I don't know that it's necessary and, and with where we're at. So I would encourage you to pick them up and, and get your tickets and, and get that, you know, still can get that reserve seating in the second row if you want to. Um, if you have a VIP ticket or excuse me, a general admission ticket and you want to upgrade to VIP, you can contact us on social media. We can make that happen. We typically get a request or two like that for each event. And we do still have the capacity to do that for this one, but not much of it. So I would recommend jumping on that soon. And yeah, it's going to be a night to remember for sure. It's been far too long and it's, it's time and yeah, it's going to be another big night. So don't miss out. It's, 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 you know. Our events are few and far between, not usually this few and far between, but that also means that they are very monumental and eventful and memorable and things will happen at an event like this. I mean, automatically, you know, a new champion is going to be crowned with the, the winner of Monster getting the 3D Sports Fighting Championship. But as with every every IEZW event, history will be altered and, and stories will be told. So you want to, you know, not miss the next step in, in the progression of IEZW. So I recommend you. Yes, I mean, the more... Yeah, the moral of the story is get your tickets now. Don't yes. wait. Don't wait for, you know, maybe if or if, you know, there's another sale or anything because tomorrow's never promised. And you don't want to miss out on this event. And waiting and waiting and waiting may lead you to miss out on this really historic event in IZW history, um, as Greg mentioned. Uh, I mean, a lot is is going to happen one way or another uh you know history is going to be made so make sure that you purchase your tickets for evil lives featuring monster again izw wrestling az on social media uh and also izw wrestling az.com for your ticket information and you can also check out at 3d sports uh, the new merchandise, the IZW merchandise that's available. Um, we have the Monster uh, IZW shirt. Is that still available? Yes, that is still available. They are okay. limited print. We will have them available at the event. 3D Sports will. Um, some people have bought them and picked them up at the store, which you can do on location at 3D Sports Cards. You can also buy tickets at 3D Sports Cards on location. Some people have pre-ordered them at the store and will pick them up at the event. So if you go to IZWWrestlingAZ.com and click on the merchandise area, you will see the different options. You can pre-buy your shirt in advance and have your pick of the size as well because, like I said, there's a limited amount. They've already been made. They've already been printed. No more will be printed between now and the event. Um... And we will be, they will be there on, on hand at the 3D Sports table that will be set up. And you can buy your IZW logo t-shirt, the, the red NWO IZW logo, which is not even available online. Or, um, or and, both of them, the Monster shirt, the Monster 2023 shirt that's printed up for this event as well. Those will both be available for the first time. First time we've ever had IZW merchandise available at a live event. So I'm very excited. Yeah. It's been something we've been working on for a while, and I'm very excited to have that there as well. And, well, speaking of shirts, if you are looking for a new IZW shirt to pick up, maybe one of the ones not available at 3D Sports, well, I got a little place for you to check out. Greg, go ahead, do me a favor, 
and wind it up. It's time! Yep, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up your very own IZW and chair shot t-shirts today. Yes, one place for two different sets of t-shirts that is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot there you're going to find a variety of t-shirt designs in support of izw impact zone wrestling which include the izw pride shirt the izw new logo the arizona's best logo in white and gold as well as the japanese design the NWA design, and of course, the new World Order design. Not in red, but in at least white, so old school. But if you are looking for a new t-shirt to wear at Evil Lives Featuring Monster, well, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your t-shirt today. Also, while you're there, you can find a ton of t-shirts on support of TheChairShot.com. Like multiple, always use your head t-shirts, the OG chair shot logo. And of course, Everybody Hates Greg and the Queen of Soft Style t-shirts all available there. You can customize any of these shirts, meaning you can get them in different t-shirt colors and different styles like soft style. Of course, we got you covered. How in the world could you get a Queen of Soft Style t-shirt and not get it in soft style? It's blasphemy, I tell you, blasphemy. But hey. Your choice, your body, your choice. If you decide to get it in any other style, I respect your personal choice. But really, the, the best thing to do, the only thing to do is to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your t-shirt today. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, so I've kind of spoiled it already. Gave you the preview that we're going to be talking about the WWE draft. It was announced on this week's episode of Raw by Triple H that the draft is coming back in a few weeks. Uh, I don't believe there's been an exact date announced since then, just the teaser that it's going to be happening. And so, you know, credit where credit's due. On this show, just last week, Greg has been touting uh, the draft. You know that the draft was going to come. The draft was going to be kind of a tool to uh, shake things up. And Greg, to some degree, sort of, not trying to give Craig Greg a full credit because we know you don't like to uh, do that. Was but, but was right about the draft. It was really hard for you to say, wasn't it? Here. Yeah, it was. 
you know, it pained me. It really did. It hurt hurt my insides. Um, that the draft was coming. It doesn't hurt your insides that the draft is coming. It hurts your insides that I'm the one who called the draft was coming. That's what hurts your insides. Yes. All the way down to your core. That, that yes, it, I, w- I had to web and it. Like pain inside like my the, core. That, that's like the brother-sister part of our relationship where it's like you hate when your sibling is right. And that's how you're feeling yeah. right now. And you know what? Yeah, I hate it. Too fucking bad. Because I was right. Because the draft is coming. And I knew it was coming. Here's the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you all the cheat code on, on how to know when the draft is coming. When you can't figure out who's on what brand, that means the draft's probably coming soon. Because the closer we get to a draft, the less of a shit they give about who's That's, on what brand. Yeah. And to be fair, I mean, we were getting into WrestleMania season. So that was disguised, I think... By, oh, you know, they're hyping up both brands, both shows to get people's interest in WrestleMania. Totally makes sense. But you have also a fair point about, you know, when we start to see a lot more crossover that um, that's typically a sign of, you know, probably a draft coming. Like, I couldn't even tell you who's on certain brands right now. Like, I'm not sure what brand the Brawling Brutes are on. I think they're on SmackDown, but they've been on both shows. The Usos were on SmackDown, but they Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn tag team champions. They were on separate brands. Like it's 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 all over the place right now, and it's hard to discern who's on yes. what brand. Well, this is an interesting segue because uh, I pulled up the draft from 2021. So another aspect of this is we have not had a draft since 2021, which I think so is a good no. thing. I don't think it has to happen yes. every year. Yes, agreed. But I'm going to read off these rosters of people drafted. And I'm just going to let it sink in about who was on, who was drafted to these brands back in 2021. So we're going to start off with Raw on the men's side. We have Big E, Randy Orton, Riddle, not Matt Riddle, Riddle. Apparently right. Matt Riddle got his name, first name back. Um, Edge, Keith Lee, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins. Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Omos, Kevin Owens, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Finn Balor, Drake Maverick, Reggie, Karrion Cross, Chad Gable, Otis, Gable Stevenson, R-Truth, John Morrison, T-Bar, Apollo Crews, Commander Aziz, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Jackson Riker, Beer, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and The Miz. It's it's like I want to like, like you said Jackson Riker. I was like I I thought he was long gone from the company by that point. Like I it, it's it's actually reached the point where I have truly forgotten about the Forgotten Sons. Like mm-hmm. that's where we're at right now. The prophecy has 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 come true. Yep. I've seen the memes a lot about you know Gable Stevenson being the number one or, or one of the final pick, um, and just you know that now I feel like it at least reflects more of the NFL draft, like super you know Mister Irrelevant type of status. You know we have not heard much about Gable Stevenson. Now, of course, he had to finish up, you know, his collegiate career. Yeah, like he was but... yeah, doing the whole collegiate thing. And uh, did he even wrestle this season? I don't even know if he wrestled this season in college. 
But I think that one we knew, like they told us that was going to happen. So that, that I get. But also I don't, I I don't even know if that's still a thing anymore because there's been no fanfare, no announcements, no information about him whatsoever. Yeah. Like his brother wrestles is, is, you know, a different name and yeah, that's very interesting. Like, I don't even know. Did he wrestle for Minnesota this year? Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm really confused. Do, do the search. Yeah. I'm doing the search right now where he's uh, listed as American professional wrestler. Okay. Um, so three hours ago, headline, Gable Stevenson announces return to amateur wrestling. You are topical today. Look at that. Um, Olympic champion and former. I know a thing or two about a thing. Former go for Gable Stevenson. So obviously his college career is done. He's registered for the U.S. Open that takes place later this month, and now he's going to announce his closes out a 13 month hiatus from the sport, dating back to last season's NCAA championships, where Stevenson left his wrestling shoes on center mat. A rich tradition in wrestling, signaling the end of a competitor's career. He he. Hinted at his desire to return, blah blah blah. So he is has registered, and which is is uh, the first step in qualifying for the U.S. Olympic Trials next summer, as well. So, yeah, interesting enough. This entire article about him um, is is written on a wrestling website, and it says WWE signee Gable Stevenson, and then WWE is never mentioned again. And in the whole announcement, the actual official announcement, like the press release that was put out, there is no mention of WWE whatsoever in this. It was put out by Flow Wrestling, it looks like, because that's where people can see it and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no rest, no, no mention of pro wrestling or WWE whatsoever in that announcement. So it's not a wrestling, again, source who actually announced everything. So yeah, very, very interesting. The way that it's been put out there. So uh, that's uh, an example of maybe hedging your bets, putting your eggs in, not all in one basket, but putting them in some before they hatch. Uh, you know, lessons learned. Some interesting things. So the only person that that was formally addressed in switching rosters from this was Rey Mysterio. Um, and that was done in storyline when he first was in conflict uh, I believe with Dominic, how he moved from he pretty much left Raw and and got asked to be moved to SmackDown. So that is the only formal situation that we've had where we've had someone go through whatever channels, if there are channels, to switch from one to the other. Um, but everyone else was which either, is so interesting you know, because he have, then would appear on Raw later with no explanation whatsoever. Yes. Well, so we have like someone carrying cross who literally was let go and brought back to the same. No, well, he redebuted on on SmackDown, so I think he's a, more officially on SmackDown now. Yes, he's I think on, he's officially he's on, on the SmackDown roster. But he, I mean, when did we last see him? We saw him in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but like besides that, he does yeah. shit. Like since the Drew McIntyre feud, he hasn't, which he won, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, I remember. Dolph Ziggler, I can count the amount of times. I think I've only seen him on Raw like, like what three times in the past three years. I he's don't even know. Few, he's been a few. He's been on there a few times here and there. Heck, he was on the last Raw before WrestleMania where he wrestled. He was, yeah, that counts as one. But um, 
It's, just, it's, it's very interesting. When Karrion Cross made his return, he literally threatened Roman Reigns with the TikTok. Yeah. Which, again, is, is not quite... We never talk about it's not, it. Again. Not quite to levels of what do you want to talk about, but it's close. Um, it's not it, that... I mean, the guy TikTok, like, no one listens to those kind of clocks anymore. Pay the toll. No one pays tolls anymore. They either have the automatic thing or they just don't have toll roads. It's just weird. But at the same time, like, he's just... It just hasn't amounted to anything, as most of the people that Triple H brought back. And from what I understand, they were told it was going to be like that, that that they were coming back with an opportunity and not with anything guaranteed in terms of their spot and, and, and their usage. So that's oh. from what I understand what, well, they were, what they were told. Let me jump to the women's side, because this actually this actually is much more stable than the men. So we have Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Nia Jax, Zelina Vega, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke, Mia Yim, Tamina, Liv Morgan, and Tegan Knox. Huh. It's interesting because you talk about those who've been released and brought back, and there's quite a few on that list as well. Yeah, literally Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, um... Technically, you can count Nia Jax, even though her well, yeah, comeback. But I was saying, yeah, Mia and Tegan were released and brought back in. Was this also at the time, uh, Zelina? This was. I think she had already returned at that point because Zelina came back under Vince. Mm Um. Yeah. So I mean, overall, this roster has stayed fairly the same, even those that they've. Let go and yeah, it is interesting. In. And maybe that's part, again, yes. like you could count that as part of the criticism that WWE has received for their booking of the women is that they, they've they also been more creative, in air quotes, with the men because they've moved them around willy-nilly and haven't really done so for the women. I mean, in the WrestleMania build, you definitely saw some of that with, you know, building to the four-way tag team match and everybody on every brand. Um, damage control was all over both brands for the longest time. Mm-hmm. They were not in this draft, but... Um, was Bailey even meant, was drafted at all? I don't think so. Because I know she was out with injury at that time. I think she was sense. done after. Yeah, she was out with injury. I think that happened after uh, part of the. No. Okay. No. Um, let's jump over to SmackDown. So, uh, for SmackDown, we have Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Top Dalla, and Ashanti Adonis, Jeff Hardy, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, Rick Boogs, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sheamus, uh, Ivar and Eric, Ricochet, Humberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, Cesaro, Ridge Holland, Sami Zayn, Drew Gulak, uh, Mace, as we know now, Masse, uh, go by his, you know, government name, uh, Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, or Mansoor, Mansoir. Uh, Ginger Mahal, Mansoir. Going we're going French government, okay, but we're going government. Yes. Uh, and Shanky. Oh, wow. Who is, oh, wow. Is he even still, he hasn't been released, but he's not, he's yeah, not part of English he here. He's, yeah. Wow. I forgot about Shanky. 
these lists are fascinating. They really are because you've got that mix of people that have been released. Like, and, and all of Hit Row was released, even though some of them are now back. Um, yes. All but the important one are, are back in the company. And yeah, this is, it, it's, it's kind of mind blowing to hear some of these, some of these picks. So very, very interesting how that's all gone. On the women's side, we have Charlotte Flair, B-Fab, Naomi, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Zia Lee, Aaliyah, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, and Natalia. Huh. Interesting so this you know, had to hear some of those. More, yeah. More people releases. on this side of the roster releases or have left. Very, yeah. I believe Aaliyah has been out on an injury for quite she gotta some be better time. I mean, I she, see, I her mean, and Raquel Rodriguez too. were the ones who beat, you know, who won the tag title tournament when they did it. Mm-hmm. After Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of the company. It's a lot of interesting names on oh. there. Ronda Rousey not on there mm-hmm. at that point. So, she, you know, her return was more of a surprise at that the Royal Rumble in 2022. <laughs> So Charlotte Flair, interesting because she's probably left and come back multiple times since then, not leaving the yeah. company in terms of contractual status. No, just, just breaks. Yeah. She gets so many breaks. She's on a break right now. Like it, it's, it's yep. literally like she is, is brilliant. First of all, she came back in, I was thinking about this maybe today. I don't know. That. She came back in December, walked through the door, beat Ronda Rousey for the championship, held it. I don't even know how many matches she had. Between then and WrestleMania, I don't think it was very many. And then no. um, I'm trying to look it up right now. And then lo- loses the title at WrestleMania. And now. Yeah, I feel like Charlotte doesn't wrestle again. unless she wins the championship. Like that. Is that a contractual obligation in her contract? It might be. Genius. I mean, they don't actually do that. But that was it's it's if anyone could be proof don't of they? that. Because that's what it feels like. I mean, she literally came back in December. Um, let's see here. Okay, so the, the the dates on this are kind of messed up. Let me get down to 2022. I mean, there's a lot of house shows she worked, but like she was gone from May 8th when she lost to Ronda Rousey, wow. came back December 30th. So again, that's what, seven months later. She worked on January 6th, then she worked some house shows, house shows, house shows. February 3rd, she worked on SmackDown. Dark match on February 17th on SmackDown. And then a dark match on March 3rd on SmackDown. Beat Shotzi on March 10th on SmackDown. And then lost to Ronda Rousey, or lost to Charlotte, or Rhea Ripley on April the 1st. Everything else from there were house show matches, almost always triple threat matches. A lot of mm-hmm. them against Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville. I, I feel like Sonya Deville has been in every single one of Charlotte Flair's matches. <laughs> she had some house show that's runs true. with I think Shayna that's Baszler. One of the few title defenses she did have was against and she, and she worked her a lot. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of triple threats with Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville. But like literally, and then she wrestled Sonya Deville more than anybody since this return. And even before the return, looking at it now. And now she's gone again. Like it's just crazy how, you know, the schedule she has. But that's what keeps her fresh and relevant. Like you have said it more than anybody. I can't miss you if we never leave. And Charlotte Flair is definitely the epitome of that statement. 
Agreed. Um, and she comes in, you know, in opportune times. Oh, yes. Um and that, I mean, really the SmackDown Women's Championship has revolved around Charlotte for years now. So I think there's elements of her. It's almost like Roman Reigns, but she has more of those losses and wins. So it's more right. of a, you know, not a continuous reign like Roman. But essentially, if you look at, you know, who's had both, you know, either the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship, hell, even the NXT Championship over, you know, the past five years, it's been Charlotte Flair. She is so, considered a 14-time world champion. So, yes. and a lot quicker than than her dad. And obviously, that's oh, her head is to her breaking the record. We've talked about that. But yes. in order to do that, yeah, you got to lose. And, and maybe that's like you gotta lose. Role, like you said. She comes in, you know, it's like arrive, win title, leave. Like, that's her. Her T-shirt, her version of the Roman Reigns T-shirt. So, LOL, Charlotte wins. Like that. That's still a, still a thing. I ain't mad at it though. More so, power to you. Okay, so this is why, even going back and seeing who was part of the 2021 draft, even not having 2022, and I mean, uh, well. So I don't know if we need Miranda to mute herself or leave and come back, but we cannot hear the lovely and talented Miranda Morales at all on the program Can you right now. Hear me now? Sort of. Oh. Hello. Hi. Welcome to your show. Can you hear me? Yes. I don't know if you can hear me, though. Let's do this. I can hear you. I think there's a delay. Okay, so after everything we talked about, reviewing the draft of from 2021, even talking about, you know, uh, Roman Reigns, where it's our undisputed world heavyweight champion, is the champion of both brands it leads me to ask does the draft still matter so when when you pose this question pulling back the curtain we talk about things these things before we start recording when you pose this question my initial inclination was yes the draft still matters however i have to look deep within the adrenaline within my soul and mm -hmm. decide if I truly think the draft matters or if I truly want the draft to matter. Very good distinction. And I think it might be the latter. I think it might be the fact that I want the draft to matter. And because as you like to joke, he's also a wrestling promoter. I look at ways to make it matter. And I put that hat on and, and all of that. So, so I think it can matter and I think it should matter. However, I don't think I can in good conscience say that it does matter. It doesn't. So are you saying that I'm right? I am saying that on a level beneath my rightness about the draft. Yes, you are right. <laughs> That's the fucking great answer. To That's be like, I'm right first, but you're also right. Like not... 
Come on. I didn't ask if you were right. That question didn't come out of my fucking mouth. It was Greg Wright. I, I didn't ask that question. I you asked can, if you I can was tell. right. This is, again, pulling back the curtain. You can tell the levels of perturbedness that Miranda Morales has by the number of F words contained in a single sentence. That's how yep. you can tell how how. That's how you know that you have got, you just got me on a level because, and also I, I, I'm around men constantly uh, that I have to prove that I'm right. Uh, so there's, there's lots of parallels between you, uh, and, and my husband, um, Don Vitale, where I, you know, have to have this. So I'm, I'm primed for this type of shit every day of my fucking life. Um, on top of just, you know, being exposed to the world of wrestling. So, but the point goes back to, I am right. And at this time, and I think it's a fair distinction though, to your credit, wanting it to matter and actually it mattering in what we see now, it doesn't from points that you've made too. You have technically your tag champions who are on two different brands, right? Uh, you have crossover stars crossing over all the time. One of the other bigger storylines happening right now. Well, you have the bloodline that's now carrying over the two brands. You have the Mysterios now carrying over to the two, right. two, which is brands. weird too, because right now judgment day is technically a raw stable correct yeah but Rhea Ripley is the Smackdown women's champion which that can mm-hmm. happen but everyone else but they're just on both shows anyway yeah although really only Dominic and Rhea tend to go to Smackdown Damian Priest and Finn Balor don't always go to Smackdown so for what it's worth yeah but doesn't still, really make enough enough doesn't really matter though no. that's that's the, the whole thing and now you have um you know, your women's tag champions, which, you know, now uh, with uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, so Liv may be bouncing between two brands now. Well, let's remember, um, Liv was a raw person. I don't know if you read her name off when you went through the draftees or not, but I'm pretty sure she was a raw person, but moved to SmackDown after cashing in Money in the Bank on Ronda Rousey. Correct. Yes. So she was a raw, drafted to raw, but went to SmackDown after women winning um, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Raquel Rodriguez, however, definitely a SmackDown person. Definitely teaming with a raw. So both sets of tag team champions are members. uh, One member is a part of each roster, technically, on paper. Again. Does this even fucking matter? And I think in some ways the time has made it where, um, you know, it, it really doesn't. You don't. And I see your point where you don't need to have drafts every year. But when you've had this much change happening within your rosters of people who were let go, um, all of that. Now, a lot of that was due to to the pandemic. Right. And I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have definitely had a draft. But you also had an unprecedented amount of releases of, you know, changes happening within your rosters that at this point, the lines just got so blurred that you have, you know, portions of your your talent from 2021, not even with the company anymore. People who left and came back um, and, and people who have switched brands 
um, or just end up on both brands because of the larger storytelling that you're that they're doing. So with all those elements and, and to be frank, those are the successful elements. You talk about the bloodline and the mysterious, two of the biggest storylines. You need both. Uh, Absolutely. You you need them across them, both uh, brands right now. So does it truly make sense to, you know, have them follow the rules of the draft or how will those storylines continue to work within the confines of, of the draft? I would like to go back, and I'm not going to do this because I do not have this kind of time. Neither does no. Miranda Morales. Ain't nobody got time for that. But there are people who have time for this suggestion that I'm about to make. I would love to go back and figure out, okay, who was the first person to cross over for no reason whatsoever? And then how did it grow from there once it happened? Because this is what has happened these past few drafts where – Someone will cross over and then it just becomes like this free-for-all of people crossing over. And at what point does the company say, screw it? Do they stop even thinking about this or do they know what's happening and let it happen anyway? Like if you look at it purely from a who's on what roster standpoint, it's like, what the hell is going on here? Now I see this stuff on Twitter and I'm just like, who cares? Why are you even asking this question? Which lends itself to your point of does, does the draft matter? I will say this though. If you're not, if it's not going to matter, don't do it. Now they do it because they 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 have to. And number one, it gets really good ratings when they do it as well. So that's the thing too. Like the draft is a ratings getter, and and that helps the company out from there. But if you're not going to follow it, if you're not going to stick to it, why bother doing it? Is my thing. Also. To, to bring up another point, I hate the most recent draft format that they've used. Like, and, and where they just throw everybody in to be drafted. To me, that's just proves your point of how it doesn't matter. In wrestling, I've said this phrase a lot of times, and, and I, it's, it's part of, you know, my philosophy of booking. It doesn't matter until it matters. It matters until it doesn't matter. It's like all what you do with it. It's all how you book it. It's all how you push it. You can drop angles and stakes all the time. I've done it. And most people don't even know you did it. Like, because it just, there's so much going on and they're just there for the ride and they're there for whatever you're going to be willing to give them. It's a very small portion of the audience. It's like, wait, what happened to this? Like people just want to go and have fun and be entertained. And that's across all levels of professional wrestling. The, the IWC analyze every little thing aspect of it is actually quite limited in terms of who does it. Um, but with the draft, it's like, okay, if you're going to do it and just let it fall apart and do it again, to me, that's not as much fun. The original drafts, they stuck to those pretty well. And it was a big deal when somebody jumped right, yeah. from one brand to the other. It's also the element of when someone's stolen or so, you know, like the fact that when it was truly this, Seated level of competition of bring someone jumping ship, you, you know, and yeah. I think elements of that were made to reflect what fans felt like during the Monday Night Wars and, you know, what happened with WCW and, and WWF at the time um, when you no longer have that element of who is going to jump. That's, mm-hmm. you know, what was missing. Now we have that at a different scale. So, um you know, I think that happens now between WWE and AEW, but I think within WWE, they could still kind of have that sense of brand loyalty or supremacy 
when someone makes a jump from one to the other because what you're trying to do is give some of that brand an identity you know what makes that something else and and raw is viewed as the flagship show you know so raw has history but smackdown has you know has been noted as the wrestling program as you know kind of more of the the showcase for you know wrestling talent mm-hmm. yeah. um you know it, it's been looked at more of the the talent base not so much i don't want to say wrestling but because it's had forms of sports entertainment involved, oh, but it's, it's been viewed differently. And I think by having your rosters, it helps establish or reaffirm, you know, the identity that we want to set out, but it's all under the same umbrella. And at this point, it's all feeling like, you know, the same, not the same show, but it's, you know, just, yeah. they, they are kind of just continuing things between the two shows which is essentially more of the roots of raw and smackdown before the draft even existed so i just don't know if especially right now with what they're trying to do with storytelling if the draft is the best way to go or will the draft be used to help enhance stories how though i don't know because again uh, unless you magically move everybody to one brand you have then your, you know, whether it's your bloodline storyline on Raw and your, uh, you know, uh, Mysterio storyline on SmackDown, you know, you you have to kind of then limit your stories, which I don't know if it's going to be the best thing for them. It, it, but it could open up, like, because the bloodline and the Mysterio storylines wouldn't play out on both shows, it does open up opportunities to tell stories to other people. Because there are plenty of wrestlers right now who don't have a story. Bobby Lashley couldn't get a match at WrestleMania. Like, he had to walk out there and, and hug a trophy, and that was it. Like, yeah. no LA Knight, no nothing. And everybody's going to play about LA Knight not getting a, a match at WrestleMania. He hasn't really been there that long. Yes, he's great. Yes, I would have loved to see him at WrestleMania. It's a much bigger transgression, in my opinion, that Bob Lashley didn't have one than LA Knight. Um but my okay, so my favorite draft, and to me the one that mattered the most, was the draft that they did shortly after WrestleMania 21. I do like that it's after WrestleMania now and not mm-hmm. in the fall. We used to do this draft in October, November, and then turn around and have Survivor Series with the brands fighting each yeah. other, and you're fighting for the supremacy of your brand, and you didn't just make joined. any sense. That four weeks yeah. ago, you you actually would have supported the other one. Like it didn't make sense whatsoever. You're exactly right. Um, the best Survivor Series of that format recently was when NXT was involved and they won, but that didn't amount to anything either. Of course, COVID happened, but it's from my perspective, shortly after WrestleMania 21, when they did the draft, it took place over five weeks and each episode of Raw and SmackDown featured one person or one tag team or one entity coming over from the other company. Like Cena was the first one. He went from mm-hmm. SmackDown to Raw, and that was a huge deal. He had just won the WWE Championship. He beat JBL for it. Um, that same WrestleMania, of course, the very next match, Batista beat Triple H, and then both Cena and Batista were on Raw for like a month, and then SmackDown was going to crown a new champion, and then Batista was the draft pick in the very last part of it. Like that draft I liked. 
And it spread out over a course of weeks, which I think is also great for, for ratings. And to me, that was good. But in order to pull that off, you have to have established rosters on both brands. So as much as I love the five-week you can steal from the other roster draft, and as much as I would want that to be this draft, I don't think you could actually do it this time. And so what I want isn't even, I can't even go full Dave Batiste and say, give me what I want because they can't. But that's the draft I like. So, that's the draft I want to see. So I guess yeah. that's my hope for the next one because you can't do it with this one. We will see uh, what happens with this year's draft. With that, though, we are going to be taking a quick commercial break. And when we get back, well, we're going to give uh, our thoughts on who we think should be drafted Raw or SmackDown. So, Greg, go ahead and let's pay some bills. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com So we are back with the second half of the show. We've been talking about the WWE draft that will be happening in the next few weeks. Uh, if you missed the first part of the show, definitely tune in, even though kind of shows that maybe the second part doesn't matter. But that's not the point. That's just wrestling. Uh, but we're going to play some ball here. So the draft is going to be coming, and Greg and I are going to be giving some thoughts on people we think should be drafted. Now, I want to get to kind of the obvious pool of people, and it's not between the two current brands, but it is about the third brand, uh, which has been a pool place for uh, them to pull talent, to pull superstars, and kind of one of the more exciting elements of the draft, and that is NXT. Uh, you know, they just have also finished WrestleMania. We've seen some title changes, some things happening setting up with, you know, possible speculation of, you know, who may be coming up to Raw or SmackDown. So, Greg, I want to get your thoughts on who from NXT you think is ready to make the jump to Raw or SmackDown. Well, to me, the first one, I guess, is still considered NXT, and that's Cameron Grimes, right? He hasn't even been on Ooh, NXT for a yeah. while. He recently shared some photos, like he's, he's in the best shape of his life. He looks more like a pro wrestler now than ever before. I think he's going and and it's weird mm -hmm. because you won't even get that like NXT pop when he shows up because it's been so long since he's been involved even in NXT. So that one I think is obvious. <sighs> Had he not turned heel, I would have said Braun Breaker, but I feel like with the heel turn that was solidified. Well, it's interesting. Yes and no, though, because he did give up his spot. I guess he was supposed to be in the four Fatal 4-Way match to determine a new number one contender. He gave up his spot. Now, he I, give, I haven't seen, seen it. Did he give it up? Down. Was it taken away from him? I have no idea, so, but you're right. Like, yeah, did that so mean something? That, that usually means something. When the champion or former champion is not necessarily chasing their belt back, that's talking about signs, usually been a sign that something is happening. I could, I could agree with that. I could see that. I'm going to leave an obvious one for you um, because even though we both love them, I think it is obvious. And I'm going to throw out two more that I think, and then I could even have a few more afterwards, but two more that I think are going to 
happen. Um, I think Zoe Stark will go and and will get her opportunity on the main roster. She's been wrestling longer than most of the women in NXT, and I do think that even though she hasn't been the NXT Women's Champion, like I just think with her, to me, it's kind of like let's put her up, see if it works, and 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 it's kind of like sink or swim for her, in my opinion. Um, physically and in the ring, I think she's ready. Character-wise, I don't, and, and so maybe it's setting her up to fail. Her promos are just not there, so maybe this is a bad call on my part, to be fully honest with you, because um, her promos are just they, they're from bad to awful, somewhere in between. They have not been good. I also think, especially knowing what I know about tonight's NXT, even though I haven't seen it, um, I think the match between Carmelo Hayes and Grayson Waller is going to be either the end or the beginning of the end of Grayson Waller in NXT. I think he's going yes. to the main roster. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see him on the main roster because there are people who can do what he does on the main roster, like The Miz, but there are not those people in NXT. So it's going to be very interesting to see how um, how that turns out. And, and I'll be interested to see how that goes. Dark Horse Choice for moving over to the main roster, and I have some reasons for, for saying this, is the schism. Hmm. Dark horse choice of mine. The internet told us that Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed requested and were granted their releases, yet they were on the show today, according to pictures that I've seen on social media. Joe Gacy's like 30-something and has been wrestling forever. So have Jagger Reed and, and, um, and Rip Fowler, of course, uh, Zach Gibson and, and James Drake. I think that to me, that's a dark horse group that could potentially move over. No, I, I think it's a fair point. And, um, you know, especially since they lost that, that match against the chase you, you know, usually when yeah, you lose, I thought they were going to win. That's kind of a, a sign. Um, another person, you know, again, kind of going on that same theory is, you know, Roxanne Perez. Um, even she's right now not trying to chase her belt back and we've already seen her make a, an appearance or two on SmackDown. And I think that they're really primed for that next, you know, upcoming baby face. Um, here's the problem with Roxanne Perez. I, from what I understand and what I believe this whole anxiety angle is actually Uh, fairly real. Yes, that's where a lot of that is. I don't think she's going up. And plus, she doesn't need to. She's 21. No, and she doesn't need to, too. But I think, you know, it's also trying to capitalize on something that went strike while the iron's hot. And again, this is just a a thought. Um, I agree with your analysis of of Zoe Stark, someone who has the technical prowess, who is like physically ready, you know, um, to go with anybody uh, on raw or smackdown um but also isn't going to be getting any championship being belts like kind of someone in between where there's only going to be so much that they are going to do in nxt so maybe the next you know step is um the raw or smackdown but i feel so bad because i feel like they're setting her up to fail but like Aaliyah couldn't cut a promo to save her life when she moved up and she's still hanging around there forever so and this is an interesting this will be you know the crop that like comes out of nxt 2.0 and that is kind of that experiment where mate whether it had enough time or not was part of the rebranding and shifting 
So this is supposed to be the group that was tailored to fit what the next big step is. So, you know, it is, it's one of those things where for some of these people, if they're not a good fit now, who knows if they would ever be because they truly did reform NXT to, to, to try and parallel more of what is expected on Raw or SmackDown. True. I mean, speaking of perfect fits, and this is just seems like the consensus, even from news reports, and we have been seeing their praises pretty deadly. I just, how can they not? Stand and deliver. Yeah, they're ready. They're more than ready to be on the main roster. They are. So let me ask you this question, completely unrelated. What they do is so unique and, and they can wrestle and they can do comedy and they can do these segments and they could have their own whole thing. Like they can just do so many things. Who did it better? Who did this shtick better? The fashion police are pretty deadly. Like who did this comedy tag team? Cause I know you loved, you know, Breezango. I know you love Tyler Breeze, Fandango, especially Tyler Breeze. And so now, like, obviously they're gone. They're long gone. Well, Tyler Breeze was in some of those segments around WrestleMania with Xavier Woods just kind of hanging out playing video games. But who did it better? If if Pretty Deadly, I, if the attack, if, if the unholy attack by Tony D'Angelo and Stax on Pretty Deadly ended their careers and so they were done, who did this better? Who did this stick better? I mean, I, I want to say some of it is more recency bias with Pretty Deadly, but I just feel like they are, gosh, I mean, it's hard because Brizango was more two individual people who came together and these two very vapid souls somehow work um, and blend so well. But the same thing goes with Pretty Deadly. It's just that they've been a tag team for such a, a long time. Right. So, I mean, I just... I give the slight edge to Pretty Deadly, but I just want to say it's because I watched their shit more recently, more often, and to me, like, okay, that makes sense. I mean, they literally made their professional debuts. No, they they, they debuted in 2015 and then basically stopped wrestling for four years and then came back in 2019 as a team and have been a team ever since like these guys have only been a tag team so and and they also i mean they've wrestled as like pretty bastards as the collective and had a third member at one point like they've really done everything um as a unit and then or i guess worked in nxt uk for a while before actually being signed i mean yeah they did this is they're they're like basically modern day tag team specialists Right now, which means WWE will pick and push one at some point. But they and every title either man has ever held has been a tag team title. So um, it's just very interesting how they. um, Yeah, just just where they're at. And so I think it's going to be. Yeah, to me, they're like they could be that next great main roster tag team as well. Um, Not just all shtick, but I do think they could get over as a team on the main roster. Um, the way that they yeah. went toe to toe with the New Day said it all. Yeah, like that was yeah they did a fantastic job with the New Day. They they do like here's the thing, right now, 
Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn hold the, the tag team titles. And whether or not they stay together, not them as a team, but the titles stay together, they get split. Because I think this this draft might cause some titles to get split and, and some titles to have to be vacant and, and crowned in different ways. Um, even though they were a tag team on the independents and they were a legit tag team and all of that, they are a super team right now. They are two single stars put together in a tag team who just happened to be partners in the past. They've even This wasn't even their first WrestleMania as a team. They teamed up at WrestleMania 34 and lost to Daniel Bryan Danielson and Shane McMahon. But they've been a team before in WWE at WrestleMania, but they are two mega single stars that got put together, so they are a super team. Super teams do usually end up losing to an established team in WWE. I would love for that to be pretty deadly, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I would say my dark horse, maybe random uh, call up would be Thea Hale from Chase. Wow. And I think so. talk about like the spunkiness, the excitement elements of Roxanne Perez, but someone that I think has a lot of personality um, that I think would translate well. Now, again, that's not that's been under this umbrella of Chase U. So whether that would happen without it, I'm not sure. But I think that um, she's still only 19. It's crazy. I think there's still plenty of time for her as well. Um, But also somebody that is more of a standout in the women's division. Because that's right now, too, hard. Like picking Zoe Stark as someone who is very athletically gifted right. um but in comparison to the rest of the roster right now um you know right now a lot of of the women need nxt for time for uh, uh you know reps for story for a right. lot of building for a lot i also though see someone in the future maybe next year's draft depending on how it goes a uh, tiffany stratton um she has a lot of the elements not there at the moment, right? but you know, so I, I think the women's division is a little bit harder to, to, to pick because of the fact that, um, you know, the, the roster in itself is in a different place. It's crazy but, to think um, that Zoe Stark, yeah. Zoe Stark has been wrestling for 10 years mm-hmm. and is going to, you know, basically be 30 by the time this draft takes place. Like I didn't realize she she was that old, not that that's old, but um, and and has been in the business as long as she has. Um, I think she has to go up, and 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 maybe it's like she could be managed. Maybe if if damage control really does break up and Bailey gets new members to go along instead, like she could be one. I just think she needs a mouthpiece of some kind, and yeah. you know, Sonya Deville could do it. Bailey could do it. Like there's options out there, but. Um, it's bad because I I worry that it's sink or swim, and I worry that it's going to be sink. Not because of the in ring, mm-hmm. the in ring is is fantastic. I think because of the promo, um, and that would suck. Mm. So we I, I would have see- said I would have said um, Indy Hartwell in a heartbeat. No. Had she not yes. won the women's Prior. championship, yep. and, and I maybe see that too, and maybe she loses it on this upcoming NXT special that they have that they announced tonight, and and does make the move there too, because to me she's another one 
that just makes sense. And, um, but you know, it, it's just weird because she was literally doing nothing lost in a qualifying match, won the last chance qualifier. And now suddenly, she, suddenly she's women's champion. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting how quickly that all took place. Um, she's also been wrestling for seven years and started when she was 19. She's only 26. So she's still got plenty of time. Um, she, she could be a very, a good option as well. It's going to be interesting to see how, how this all goes, but, but the women are a very interesting aspect of the whole thing. That's for sure. Then there's women that we don't even see like Wendy Chu, who's mm-hmm. in her thirties is a very experienced pro wrestler. And, and you know, it could be, again, we just got to move certain people to see what happens. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, watch it them bring be. up like, you know, Briggs and Jensen and Fallon Henley and people that we haven't even talked about. Like what the fuck? You just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. Anyways. I I don't give a single shit about them. That I have not given a single shit about them since the beginning. I think I Briggs can't. could be don't. good as a solo. I think I think Fallon Henley could be really good as well. Um, Jensen is just so inexperienced, and he needs to be in a tag team. Kiana James is mm-hmm. as far surpassed where she should be at this point in her career, but I think that that she needs more more time down there. Um, I feel like this is going to end with a, a really ugly split and somebody either Briggs or Jensen turning heel and having a heel run. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's taking too damn long. I yeah. liked it. I liked it for a while. I liked the fact they became a tag team. I liked all of that, but now it's like, okay, just, just do something. Or it's like Bray Wyatt levels of too long. Not, not that bad, but yeah. it's, it's like, okay, let, let's just, can we just do it already? Like whatever it is, whether it's a turn, yes. whether it's a breakup, whether whether it's everybody reconciles and they're fine, whatever it is, let's just do it because this is getting too old, too long. Yeah. I will say this. Yes. I don't think they can make you care about the draft this year. I really don't. It's mm-hmm. what they do. It's that typical wrestling question that far too many people make decisions to wrestling and don't ask of then what? If you do this draft, and remember, Triple H still took over. It's been two years since the draft, so Triple H really only did the last, like, 30%, if that, of of this period of time from one draft to another. And so we don't know how Triple H is going to treat it. We know how he has treated it, but they were already moving like crazy between rosters before he took over. This is his first draft era of, of, you know, of the Triple H era, the first draft Triple H era. So he could definitely do the draft and be like hard, not moving people between brands. And then by the time they do the next one, if it's two years down the road, even a year down the road and no one has moved, except maybe from winning a Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank, then I think you could actually be put in a position to care about the next one. But you can't be put in a position to care about this one because it's so jumbled. To me, this yeah. one's a wash. See if you can make Miranda Morales care about the next one. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see. Uh, Cause we'll probably still be doing the show in the year after that and the year after that. So make sure you stay tuned to future editions of the hashtag Miranda show to see if I will care about the draft next year. Um, the betting odds are probably not, but Hey, who knows? I've been surprised by what happens in a year in my life 
way more often than I care to admit. So it's true. But before then, we still got to get through this draft. So make sure that you listen at least to the immediate future of the hashtag Miranda show. Uh, so that way you can get our thoughts on the draft when it happens. And well, that does it for us on this week's episode of the hashtag Miranda show. Don't forget to go uh, get your T-shirts uh, at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot in support of IZW and chairshot.com of course izw presents evil lives featuring monster is going to be happening next saturday april 22nd you can get tickets at izw wrestling az on social media and at izw wrestling az.com for all of your match and talent announcements much much more make sure you are following izw on social media make sure to follow greg and i on social media, you can follow me, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Greg at Greg DeMarco44 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And thechairshot.com at what is I'm trying to remember the chair the chair shot handle. Chair shot media. At thechairshot.com. Always. Use your head. I had that at the tip of my tongue, and for some reason, I kept doubting that that it was happens. correct. So, at Chairshot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, don't forget to support your local uh, independent wrestling promotion. Follow them on social media. Buy a ticket to their next show. Buy their T-shirts. Uh, you know, follow them. Uh, follow their wrestlers. Whatever it is, just go and support your local. Um, independent wrestling promotion and local independent wrestling talent. And uh, one other thing I will tell you to do, and for Greg DeMarco, I'm Ryan Morales. Thank you. And don't forget to keep it soft style. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.